Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. The Senate has confirmed the youngest person nominated by President Trump to be a federal appeals court judge. The 37-year-old Allison Jones Rushing once worked for the Alliance Defending Freedom, a conservative Christian organization that is designated as an anti-LGBTQ hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Joining me is Carl Tobias, professor at the University of Richmond Law School. Carl, she's only practiced law for nine years and has been co-counsel on only four cases that went to verdict or judgment. Is she qualified to sit on a circuit court that is just below the Supreme Court? Well, that's a good question. Uh, There have been some other people who are similarly situated uh, who have served on the appeals courts. She points to her clerking for Justice Thomas Uh, Justice Gorsuch on the Tenth Circuit and Judge Santel on the D.C. Circuit and says that uh, supplements her experience. And I think she's filed some 50 briefs in appellate courts. Uh, So she has some experience. The ABA likes to see 12 years of practice experience uh, when it makes its ratings. So what drew her to the attention of the Trump administration to make her, you know, eligible for one of these key spots? Well, I think the Federalist Society and Leonard Leo, the executive vice president, who's the preeminent advisor to the president on these nominations. And so I think that's what put her on the radar. And I think that's what um, allowed her to be confirmed so uh, quickly. She was opposed by a coalition of more than 200 civil rights organizations. They called her an ideological extremist who opposed same-sex marriage and remedies for discriminatory lending practices, among other things. Was that addressed in her hearings? Not really, because her hearings were held, I think, after the Senate had recessed to go campaign in October. Uh, and so she was really wasn't questioned uh, very rigorously. And most of the questions actually came from Republicans like Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. And he was uh, concerned about her lack of life experience and lack of practice experience. And he raised those concerns, but he voted for her, as did all the Republicans. Right. So all 53 Republicans voted for her while the rest of the Senate voted against her. Why are these nominations being rushed through when there are only 11 circuit court positions out of 167 that are vacant? Why the need to rush? Well, the president has campaigned on and uh, made good on his campaign promise to uh, fill the vacancies at the appellate level. They're one level below the Supreme Court. They're really the Supreme Courts in the regions around the country because uh, the Supreme Court hears so few few cases. Uh, And so they have accentuated that to the exclusion of everything else, really, uh, including legislation. And uh, we do have 129 federal district court vacancies, which is nearly 20 percent. But that just reflects the incredible emphasis on the appeals courts because more policies made there. Uh, The hot button issues are finally resolved there around the country. And so that's being emphasized by the White House and the Senate. 
the Senate confirmation of Trump's 30 appeals court judges is more than any other president's two years into a term. And Mitch McConnell wants to continue this rapid pace. Exactly. And uh, this week we'll have three more. There are two more that are going to be uh, probably confirmed today and tomorrow for the Sixth Circuit. That'll bring his total to 34. And they're more in the wings. So um, they are moving. And it's conceivable this year there could be no vacancies on the appeals courts. When was the last time that's happened? <laughs> I think you have to go back decades, actually, uh, to uh, have that few, which is great for the courts in terms of resolving uh, appeals. Uh, The questions are, you know, these people will have life tenure and serve years and decades after the president has long left the White House. Democrats are taking a particularly hard stance on one of the nominees, Chad Riedler, based on his recent advocating against the Affordable Care Act and Eric Murphy has argued against marriage equality. Is President Trump nominating moderate conservatives, or are they more radical conservatives? Are they ideologues? Well, I think uh, Democrats, at least most of them, believe that a number are. And there's a fair amount of data to show that in terms of um, their positions on a number of issues, at least that they've argued as lawyers. The Republican response is, of course, they're just representing their clients. Um, But I think it's fair to say that they're very conservative, probably more conservative than President Bush's uh, nominees for the appellate bench. Um, And so I think that's what concerns a number of people. So would you say that they're less like Chief Justice John Roberts, who is more of a moderate, and more like Justice Neil Gorsuch? Well, I would say they're closer to Justice Thomas, and a number of the appellate uh, judges uh, were his clerks, and probably closer to Justice Scalia um, in terms of their views. But again, they're not completely uniform. They're uh, conservative on a number of issues, especially the culture war issues like abortion, uh, freedom of religion, um, those kinds of questions. In any of these cases, have any of the Republicans broken ranks and voted against the nominations? Because they seem to be sailing through. They are pretty much. A number of them are party line votes. Uh, there were a few moderate nominees, um, such as the person for Hawaii, and a number of Republicans voted against him. But that's about the only one I can think of. In 2017, Senator Kennedy was the sole person to cast a single no vote on any of President Trump's judicial nominees. So that gives you a sense of how few no votes there have been on the Republican side. Are we at the point yet where there are enough Trump appointees on the federal appellate courts to make a difference, to tip the balance? Well, probably not. In some, yes, if you count Republican and Democratic appointee presidents. Uh, But what's critical, I think, is most of them are replacing Republican-appointed judges. And so it's not as much of a difference. So, of course, you're having someone who's in her 30s or 40s as opposed to someone who's in 60s or 70s. And so it's beginning to make a difference and will in the long run. 
All right, thanks so much, Carl. As always, that's Carl Tobias. He's a professor at the University of Richmond Law School. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.